Hello and welcome to the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host Matt and I am here with Gav and G for this episode of the show. Week 1 is in the books, which means the panic about your players is already at an all-time high. We diagnose how worried you should actually be at some of the biggest Week 1 fantasy duds. Plus, we recap the first week in our listener league and unveil our favorite fantasy starts and sits for Week 2. Today is September 12, 2023, and this is the 111th episode of the show. What a horrible week to start, dude. I'm... I'm yeah, I feel lost. like as exciting as week one is supposed to be, that was uh, uneventful to say the least, right? I had a good time, personally. Shut up. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> Stomping on my heart and my dreams. I felt Gleefully. really bad, dude. I, I kind of wanted the Steelers to win, like no cap. I wanted us to compete. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, that was yeah, like, too yeah. much to ask for. I mean, Holding strong I, on that prediction, G, then... Yeah, you know, it's a long journey. Uh, it goes out to all my week one losers in fantasy and for real life teams. You know, it's a long season. Keep your head up. Hit the waiver wire hard for fantasy. And, you know, for your fans of your teams that lost, just suck it up. We'll get through it. It's only week one, right? You can't be overreacting just yet. You know, Still getting a feel. It's very true. I mean... If this is the first time you've ever done fantasy football or this is the first time you've ever really kind of gotten into football, week one is great because it can lead to a lot of overreactions. And, you know, this is the first time you've seen your team play in maybe like eight or nine months, right? And that's great, but it doesn't mean everything. And we're going to get to that right away, honestly, with our segment today. But first, we're going to take a look at what happened in our listener league. This is the fourth annual Sports Council League. We got everyone the draft. Great job, everyone. But unfortunately, six out of the 12 teams have to win and six <laughs> lose. So we're going to get right to that. I'm going to start with my team, the Young Men Club, <laughs> up against the Team FF Sportsman, who's already, you know, unfortunately, it seems like he's already kind of AWOL because I think he didn't show up for the draft. Nope. And, you know, he didn't really sub out any of his players. So we might have a little Viv situation on our hands here. Something to monitor, of course. So, of course, I did not get shamefully defeated by an AFK user. I won 122-78. to uh, Pretty straightforward victory. I mean, Bijan went off. And, you know, I can't complain about any of my team right now. Not yet. God, Matt has it so good, man. He has it <laughs> yeah, so good. lucky. God. I wish I could have had a matchup like that. Yeah. I mean, I still would have won against most teams, including the next two teams here. Steelers fan 510, a.k.a. G, a.k.a. Burrow my balls in you. I see we're right back into our uh, <laughs> names for the Fantasy League. Uh-huh. <laughs> against... Ready for um, the next one? Yeah. Against Ugly Kid, a.k.a. McYoung Boys, Mike Oxlong, or Mike Oxlong. <laughs> Is it really, though? Wonderful. Bring out the measure tape. Thank you for that. It was, that. It was two points boy. longer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, the, every inch counts, or every centimeter counts. This is such a matchup here, but ultimately, McYoungboy won 106.82 to 104.38. So close. But Stefan Diggs just barely edged out uh, G here. You want to talk about your team for a second, G? Yeah, I mean, if the Cincinnati fucking Bengals could show up to fucking play some football, maybe combined from Burrow and Higgins, I had 3.18 <laughs> points. And Burrow got all three of those. <laughs> so, how about for week two and the rest of the season, they get their head out of their asses and fucking play? That's all. I agree. I would have easily won off one 10-yard catch. <laughs> you could have he, subbed in any of your wide receivers, and you would have won. Yeah, <laughs> so it's zero. It's ridiculous. Okay. Man. All Sorry, right. man. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll get on that. The Bengals will. They're listening. I'm sure they will. All right. Now we have Robbie two times, a.k.a. our former champion, who is now two girls, one cup. 
delightful. <laughs> and we have Jamar's Ice Spice Swallow, which I believe is supposed to be Ice Swallow. <laughs> yeah, he's a big Ice Spice man. Okay. Well, either way, Robbie two times crushes Ice Swallow. Uh, 137.62 to 111.21. <laughs> it's crazy because Robbie didn't even have three of his players that he drafted in the first like four rounds, which was Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, and Travis Kelsey. And, and smoked he still him. won. Ooh. Put up the most points in our league this year. Insane. Dude, honestly, the Jets are trying to give him the win. Like, And Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver one, are you serious? Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver one. We were only a couple years late on that one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And Jamar, I don't know what to tell you. He had the first overall pick in the draft, but a little fun fact in our draft, it seems like Jamar was at a club somewhere, and uh, maybe he made some very questionable decisions while he was on the clock because of maybe potential inebriation. <laughs> so, Under the influence of something. Yeah. Either way, uh, it might be a tough season for him considering the state of his roster and the fact that he has Aaron Rodgers as uh, one of his quarterbacks. Yeah, that's always going to be rough, right? Mm. One hundo. All right, now let's get to Gav's matchup. He goes up against Mitty, and um, the Chimp Hunter won, which I don't really understand. It's an inside joke. Don't worry about it. Okay. He defeats... Midi to Liddy, BOA, 136 to 108. Oh, that's what you get, stupid Bears fan. I get my revenge. It's over. Say less. Not only do the Packers you own carried. you guys, but I own you. Stop playing, okay? Nobody cares. Anybody Don't look that at my stats. Won week one because that Tyree kill, that week does not count. We all bro, I had Michael Pittman. <laughs> I had Pittman, bro. And I had... Fuck, fuck Pittman. Fuck Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. Fuck everybody else you had. You had 44 <laughs> points for a diary kill. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, even if you took Tariq out. You would have lost. Okay, I would have lost. But if you subbed anybody yes, on course, my bench. Exactly. In, okay, I still would have. No, no, I still would have been okay. You put Khalil Herbert in. Hey, I still you got lucky. Lost. It's okay. Accept it. No, look, dude. A win is a win is a win. What? Let's go. A win is a win. Okay, fine. Let's sum it up like that. A win is a win, and I own you now. <laughs> wow. Tyreek, my condolences to anyone who got Tyreek this week, including myself. <laughs> I had to go against Tyreek in two leagues, so if you guys wondering how I did the first week, oh, man. I wasn't fine. Look, dude. It's okay, man. Wounds heal. Or scar, well, and they turn to scars. Speaking of the second highest scoring player in fantasy, Dylan, the other former champion, a.k.a. I Love Bixby, defeats the uh, returning USC stan, a.k.a. Bryant, a.k.a. Yakuza Tribe, uh, 129 to 108, thanks to the Dallas Cowboys defense, who scored 40 points for Dylan. And just, I, I'm pretty sure Dylan was way behind when I saw this game, uh, like earlier, because Drake London had zero points for Dylan. And then yeah, the defense you know. was the last thing he had for the week. Um, from what I can see here, they didn't have anybody in Monday Night Football, and he moved down about twenty points before that. So he won by twenty. <laughs> Not only that, but insult to injury, Bryant's <laughs> kicker Graham Gano missed two field goals and then got negative two <laughs> for Bryant. Bro, Dylan is—I swear to God, that man. That is... that happened in one of my other leagues. If you guys were wondering, as I'll let you guys know, Graham Gano. At negative two, and I lost by two. So, <laughs> that that was God. you again. Yeah, that was my that was my other league. <laughs> oh my God, you're having a very bad week. Then. What a way to start! What a way to start! <laughs> Fantasy is back, baby. It's back. Woohoo! <laughs> so excited. I was hey. actually on the end of both of those. I had Burrow and Higgins, and I got three points. But then I had Hill and the Cowboys defense, and I ended up winning just on that alone. It's ridiculous. Crazy swing. Hey, bro. It's okay. All right, which brings us to our last matchup. Uh, Nando, a.k.a. The Adams Family. Very nice, Nando. Versus Team Goat Rush, one of our new players. Uh, Goat Rush soundly defeats Nando, 
135 to 102. Uh, Nando is a little bit disappointing right now, especially with J.K. Dobbins as his starting running back, who is now out for the year with the Achilles tear. And then Deontay Johnson's out as well. So Nando's going to struggle a little bit. It's unfortunate, man. I, I think this is the worst start. That's <laughs> Fernando. Yeah. All right. And then week two, I mean, it's going to be interesting because the week two slate that I'm looking forward to is Nando versus Dylan, our first matchup of the year between these two. We already mm-hmm. know what the rivalry is like. I'm sure they've come to play, but Nando is a little bit behind right now because, again, J.K. Dobbins is hurt. Deontay Johnson's hurt. Not what you want to see going against Dylan, his longtime rival who he's never beat before. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got two of the, like, horrible quarterbacks right now. Josh Allen was dog water. Crazy. But honestly, you kind of want to have Josh Allen this upcoming week, you know, because it can't get worse, right? I can't yeah, he you can't throw four more picks, right? You can't, right? You Don't tempt can't. him. <laughs> oh man. Josh Allen but, played like like the fourteen year old kid in Madden. It's like was controlling him. Because it just it literally made no sense sometimes. He was just arm punting out there. Seriously. <sighs> Alright. Well that brings us our uh that's our week one. Should it Don't be great. overreact yet, okay, guys? Don't overreact. That is a good way to kick off our next segment here. I mean, I already we already prefaced it. Week one is plenty full of overreactions. You have you know people thinking that certain teams are Super Bowl contenders or that they're already trash and it's already over. But in fantasy football, it's even bigger than that because. One game is all you have in terms of sample size for observing your players. And when you don't see your guy out there 100% of the snaps, you're going to freak out. You know, you see one, you know, third down where another running back comes in for your running back, you're going to freak out. But, you know, it's a very long season, 18 weeks, a lot of things happen. We already saw that, you know, injuries wiped out a couple of great players that some people thought were going to be good, like Aaron Rodgers, J.K. Dobbins, right? So... You never know what's going to happen. Like week one last year, Devonta Smith scored zero points. Allen Robinson was a bust. DK Metcalf, CD Lamb, Travis Etienne, they all didn't have very good games. And, you know, uh, my boy James the Flames, RB Wunson, we thought he was going to be a stud until, unfortunately, he wasn't. So <laughs> a lot of don't things. Don't overreact. Exactly. Do not overreact. One more time. Don't overreact. Yes. Relax in the words of our... Uh, unfortunately injured quarterback now (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's a tough one it really sucks doesn't it man we had a lot of predictions about him but uh it's sad to see that you know we can't we can't even you know see how it plays out well i knew he was gonna suck (laughs) i don't think that i don't think that counts as sucking (laughs) okay dude i really man while he's down Look, yeah, I, I I do feel bad saying that now, honestly. You think? Psych. Oh my god. Okay, quick question though: What quarterback do you think they're gonna sign? Nick. Uh, what was what was I gonna say just now? Uh, your guy, the Niners guy. Trey Lance. No, 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 no. <laughs> the old quarterback, Colin Kaepernick. There you go. I started Colin with Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> the, well, his agent already reached out to them. I, I mean, know. Kind of cool. desperate, but you know, it is what it is. Well, I, mean, I just you know, want to see him back. I mean, in terms of just what they could do, I would like to see them go for someone that hasn't really got an opportunity but is still capable. Uh, someone like Gardner Minshew. I know he's not the one that gets thrown out, but in terms of best backup quarterbacks, right? Like, he has to be up there, right? Like, he's who, who a backup quarterback that's actually played recently you know because there's Kaepernick's there's like the uh I think RG3 was trying to sell himself on ESPN <laughs> today uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm not wanting to go for something like that especially if you're the Jets you need someone that's played recently can easily get in and learn the offense I think Minshew would be a good pickup for them I like Minshew yeah yeah I mean definitely a culture guy I just don't think that I think they want to win kind of like right now but you can win with Minshew you think you can 
I think I mean, I mean everyone's an upgrade over Zach Wilson right now. I mean, you he was so, so bad yesterday. He, he's literally one of the worst quarterbacks I think I've ever he, seen. He was he he just got thrown in there, you know. He kind of actually liked the so quarterback. So what do you think they should think they, they should rock out with him? No, you should say I'm Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan. Matt so Ryan. Bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, at least guard. You need someone that can move because their offensive line sucks. Okay, so Minshew gives you a little bit of running capabilities too. I like the idea of bringing in Trey Lance, but you can't probably win now with him right now. So that kind of, you know, defeats the purpose, right? So where to where exactly, right? So yeah, I, I feel like with Minshew, you know, he's healthy. You know, he can play, and you've kind of seen some types of upside. So there's still potential. I feel like in comparison. You could yeah. just bring Flacco back though too. I mean, like he played for oh you guys and did okay. God, no. Like, I come honestly on. Think, I think Flacco That's better. Is, a, is an option. I think, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but Carson Wentz is probably one of the no, best no, ones you're gonna get. No, 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 dude. Carson in, Wentz in is dog. Agent. Okay, fine, but even though Carson Wentz is basically Zach Wilson before Zach Wilson, so. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't personally be thrilled to be going from Aaron Rodgers to Carson Wentz, but hey, I don't think anyone is. So you just got to make do with the cards you got. I mean, I like I like Jameis Winston as well, if they could pry him from the Saints, because, I mean, the Saints just drafted Jay Kaner. Um, maybe you could see them liking him more than Jameis at this point than just trying to get a pick. It's really hard to get a backup quarterback through trade because I think that a lot of teams... They just cut down from preseason, right? So they they want if they have any point of contending, right? Like Taylor Heineke's with the Falcons right now, but who knows if Ritter's going to be the answer there? So you might or Jacoby Brissett with Sam Howell or something like that. Exactly. So it's hard to tell. I think they're going to give him a few weeks um, and give Zach Wilson as in him, you know, because he is him. Um, He's going to get a few (laughs) weeks at least. So and why that's kind of important is because let's say in those few three four weeks they give him probably they suck which I'm assuming they probably will on offense. Uh, you gotta look think about the other situations. You're gonna have a lot more answers. So you know would a would someone be available like a Mitch Trubisky right or like even that's another option for them backup quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Maybe Sam Howell's playing well by then and you know that you don't need to you know hold on to Jacoby. Same thing goes for. Uh, Tyler Heineke or something like that, but I don't know. I just feel like with those type of quarterbacks, they're not. I feel like their upside is super, super limited, and I don't know. I just feel like they need someone that obviously they only have a small window still. The window with any of these quarterbacks doesn't get bigger, right? So I don't know. That's just me though. Yeah, I think I think they just need to right now think of a manager who is not as bad as Zach Wilson. Because Zach Wilson will turn the ball over. You just need some guy who will just do enough to like make the passing game look a little bit like a threat while Brees Hall does all the work, right? Like you can't you just can't have a net negative out there, who I believe Zach Wilson is. So on that happy note, we're gonna <laughs> go to the week one panic meter. This is a little bit of a new segment here and we're just going to diagnose some of these fantasy duds that happen because duds happen all the time. It could be week one. It could be week five. It could be week, you know, 16. And there's going to be some players that don't play up to expectations. That's literally why there's a start and sit category every time we do this, right? But sometimes it's because, you know, they've just had a bad week. Other times, it's a diagnosis of something much bigger than that. Maybe it's the offense. Maybe they're just not talented, right? And we're here to just figure out which of these players you should actually be hitting the panic button on. So we're going to start with a couple of players, and then on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried we should be about these players. Are you fully hitting the panic button, or are you saying, oh, this is just a week one performance? It's going to be fine. We're going to relax here. All right, so... Let's start with the Thursday night game for a second here. We have two of them. Both of them are Chiefs. Sky Moore, who got a whopping zero points in the first game. And Isaiah Pacheco, who did not really perform up to standards of what we saw from his ADP. So are we hitting the panic button on either of these players? Uh, no. I would say Whoa. Sky Moore. 
I'm panicked because the offense didn't look like they were even trying to get him involved. Even if you take someone like Kadarius Tony, who was struggling out there as well, he was still getting touches in terms of like targets. Moore just looked like there wasn't a a wasn't really getting open, which is always a a negative, right? Like you need to be getting open, uh, and then also just taking the fact that they're gonna get Kelsey back. So if you couldn't get the targets before Kelsey was there, you know how are you getting targets now? Uh, Pacheco doesn't really give me much of a scare that's opposite for me because like they they put skymore out there every single play but like isaiah pacheco that thing is like a committee now for sure like we're not it's it's a guarantee that they're not going to just stick with him even though that he did so well last season clyde out there was kind of looking better on less attempts unfortunately i don't know because and because pacheco was just i don't know what we're i didn't draft him ever but um, it's too high for the the output that you're getting from him. Who you're supposed to, yeah. I think in terms of Sky Moore, I'm definitely worried about him. I did not draft him in any league because with these Chiefs wide receivers, you can't really trust any of them because I think last year, every one of them went off for one game or so, but none of them were consistent enough where you could say, oh, I could put him in the starting lineup every week, right? And I think that's going to be the same case here. None of these guys are Tyree Kill, right? And it's pretty evident in the first game in. You'd hope for that year two leap from Sky Moore, but it doesn't seem like, you know, again, like you said, G, it doesn't seem like they've involved him too much. And maybe they will do that and focus in on him next week because Travis Kelsey, it seems like that injury is a little bit more severe than uh, just a one-week thing. I don't know. We'll see. But I think, you know, you can't re- consistently rely on a guy like Sky Moore. He's going to be a depth piece at best and i would definitely panic on him he's someone i would look to yeah i was gonna say someone i look to cut to get someone else off this waiver wire we might talk about later yeah pacheco i'm not too concerned about i think in terms of you know i don't it's just because i know exactly who he's going to be which is going to be an rb2 rb3 so if you're gonna if you needed him to be more than that well i'm sorry you should panic but considering the expectation you should already have on him which should already be low um yeah i think this is exactly what you're gonna see okay unfortunate yeah my 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 prediction's right they're not gonna be good i knew it let's go finally (laughs) it's one game gav you just said it fine panic (laughs) chiefs fans panic at the disco should you panic about mr drake london who's made an appearance on one of these segments before as a dud because, again, he's gotten zero points in an Atlanta Falcons offense <laughs> under Arthur Smith. Okay, I'm panicking. <laughs> I drafted him in the third, f- fourth third? round. For- I forgot what round. It, it's uh, it's fourth or fifth. or thir- It's one of those. I think it's fourth. And zero. I think he had one target, dude. Are you serious? Big Maybe concern. Desmond Renders. A very, very concerning dude. You're not even looking. Mac Hollins was balling out. I think, I think that's what his name is. But, dude, that's, that's even worse than Pacheco's, because at least Pacheco was really low, like seventh, eighth, all the way down. This guy was fourth or fifth round. <laughs> I'm done, dude. <laughs> I mean, you can't even do it against the Panthers. Okay, I'm I'm done. I washed my hands. I'm losing. I'm losing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really disagree with you, right? Like, matchup was there. Uh, the targets were not even there. It's not like they were missed missed targets and stuff. Like Kadarius Tony had, you know, even they bring that name back up again. But at least there was targets there, right? There's something to hang your head on. There's no targets even. There's not even looking in his direction. They're not even passing the ball. It's not even like someone else just got 32 targets, right? It's like if you got Kyle Pitts, he had like four targets or three targets, some shit like that. It's just pathetic. I don't know. I think uh, Art Smith's got to get sent home. You got to get a big boot, bruh. They got lucky they won against the sorry Panthers. Small quarterback. You absolutely have to panic on Drake London. This is a 10. I don't even know why you drafted him. I would have told you not to draft him. Damn. Way back last year when we were doing our fantasy trials, I tried to 
tell you all about, you know, the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith for committing crimes against fantasy. I mean, this guy does not like to utilize his weapons, um, especially in the passing game. Kyle Pitts, stay away from him. Drake London, stayed away from him. And so far, it's rang true. Again, I know it's week one, but this is not just a week one dud. It's literally what the Falcons offense is going to be like because, you know, you have Desmond Ritter out there at quarterback. You, it's clear that Arthur Smith doesn't really trust him, right? He's a second-year quarterback. I get it. But he's got two great running backs in Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. Good defense, good O-line. Why would you pass, right? And we've seen this with Mariota. And maybe we thought that, oh, Desmond Ritter is better than Mariota. Well, is he? We don't really know that, right? So... You know, he'll never get to why, show it either if you, they play him the same way. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it doesn't look like their offense changed at all. Exactly. And Desmond Ritter only passed, I think, like 17, 18 times. And I think that was the lowest amount. I think it was the second lowest. First one was Aaron Rodgers, right? In the entire uh, game, like week, right? So, I mean, I think this is just a symptom of the offense. If you're not going to get a lot of uh, pass attempts, you're not going to get a lot of targets. And. How could you consistently rely on Drake London to be anything at this point? He's already at zero. So yeah, it's 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 a it's a. I need to listen to you more. Sorry, I wasn't listening then, but I need to listen to you more. No. Aww. <laughs> you Matt, always you gotta, to me. <laughs> you gotta help me, dude. He's my wide receiver too. Do you know what the worst part <laughs> is though? The worst part is that he won. The Falcons won, which means that he's gonna keep doing this. Until they he don't. He thinks win. it's viable. Oh, I think he said something that was like, "Oh, I don't care about the fantasy football, like you know, committee or whatever." And I was like, "That's great, dude. Whatever." But they, I mean, you should involve your best players, though. Like yeah, that's, that's not just you, a fantasy football thing. They really think they can <laughs> win like this. This is sustainable, bro. Just stack the box. You're not gonna throw. Yeah, we'll see what happens if they come up against a tougher uh, team. But I don't think Drake London's gonna be really viable. Rip. Same. 100% agree. All right. Let's go over to the Steelers here. G, your favorite team. Oh, Najee fuck. Harris, he only got like, what, three, four points this week? I know it was against my Niners, but what I saw was that he didn't really get all the snaps. So should we be panicked about Najee Harris? You know, my heart <laughs> wants to tell you guys don't be panicked, but I just that they're not going to give enough touches for you to get your value back from where you probably drafted him and that's just like the unfortunate truth whether i think this is fair in terms of of how you know should not you get more touches is not good enough for more touches you know all that stuff i think those are discussions that we don't need to have because he's really talented still but they're just not going to give him those touches, especially with like, you know, if you're going to be down to more games and he's, they're kind of using him as just the power back. So, you know, there's less touches there, especially when you're behind by so much and you need to score quickly. Right. So it, it was all kind of uh, played against Najee. I would say right now on a scale of one to 10, it's like a five. Oh no. I don't like to hear that from G man. I'll take, I'll take a five. I have Najee. I, I'm hopeful that that five is glass uh, half full and not glass half empty. But Matt, this guy said he was winning the division. Okay, dude. He said a five. It's over. <laughs> it's over. I listened well, to him. No, I'm mean, not over. That's a, that's a little excessive. Okay. Okay, I'm back on the train. I drafted him because of Browns, you, G. So. I drafted him because of you. So don't. You can't let me down, man. I got money on this. You act like I'm out there. <laughs> In spirit, you know. Yeah, I guess so. True, true. My spirits are strong until two minutes into the first quarter. <laughs> That's how long it took. Yeah, All right. essentially. Damian Pierce. Should we be panicked about him? Mm, man, I mean, he had a high volume, but like... It's also against the Ravens, who have a pretty good defense. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, the, uh, the offense isn't good either. They have nobody to throw to. Nico Collins, you serious? Oh, yeah, first year my, I, would, I, would, I would give it like a, another five. Just bad matchup, not the ideal matchup, you know. But I think he'll still be fine. 
I think you I have know. to give him a chance because you probably don't have another, you know, running back right now. Again, these running backs, there's only like three or four bell cows that you saw this week. I'd say it was like McCaffrey, Barkley, Pollard, and then um, I don't know who else, right? But a lot of teams, it was just like Akers. Akers didn't even get all the carries. Brees Hall still split with Dalvin Cook. I mean, it's just so hard to get a running back who's going to get 20 carries a game now. Unless may- oh, Derrick Henry, I guess, as well. But, yeah. yeah. But I guess you just have to keep starting him. He gets the Colts next week. That has to be an easy matchup. And if he doesn't perform then, maybe you should start to worry. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. No, next. <laughs> Is you that can't. pretty much what we're going with here? Yes, yeah, no. Zero. Zero. Everyone right. was bad. I guess my sell low trade offer, uh, I got to rescind it to G then. <laughs> <laughs> that's the businessman in you, bro. That is so, that's so ridiculous. I can't believe it. It's very laughable. Okay, Man, let's, talk an- <laughs> let's talk another <laughs> stack here. Justin Fields and DJ Moore, both of which did not perform up to, let's say, expectations so far. I think Justin Fields was like the quarterback 15, I want to say, this week. I don't even know what DJ Moore was, but it was very low. He was clamped the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Jair was, he was ruthless out there, bro. Come on. Wide receiver 74. I don't know, G. Why don't you start it off? I mean, this is the guy that you were hyping up. I'm not worried at all still. I give it like a two. I mean, this is a bad matchup. Packers have a great defense. You know, they have a win now team more compared to the Bears who have a up and coming team. So you kind of going to struggle this week. Uh, I think uh, you're going to see a great bounce back performance. They're not my starts or sits, but start both of them this week. Certified stamp by G. Ooh, man. That came out of nowhere, kind of. Maybe because he's got money on it because he was just down about his Steelers, but he's so big on the Bears. <laughs> well, they had a they They I mean, I'm still not like giving up on my Steelers. You know, that's definitely not happened yet, but. It's more about the uh, you know it's off fancy and just fields and fancy usually go hand in help hand in hand pretty well so I'm yeah. not I'm not too scared about like oh he's never he's gonna fall off a cliff completely for fantasy purposes no I don't think that's possible and the Packers for real are purposes the... <laughs> for real purposes is a whole different discussion but we do a fine fantasy football podcast guys true okay so we're not gonna talk about it yet okay yeah not yet not yet, <laughs> not yet, not yet. I'm a little bit more concerned with DJ Moore than Justin Fields. I'd say with Justin Fields, I'd give it a four right now. DJ Moore, I'd give it a six because I, I'm starting to think that what's wrong with the Bears is that, I mean, for fantasy purposes, I drafted Justin Fields in our listener league over a lot of really good guys like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert because I, I believed in G's hype. But I also remember, you know, Justin Fields gets those rushing yards and they didn't win a lot of games that year. They literally had the first overall pick, but he was still able to be quarterback eight. So I think that Justin Fields, if he can run a little bit more next week, maybe um, you should not panic as much. But in terms of throwing, I'm still not convinced on Justin Fields right now. And I'm not convinced that the offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, knows how to use DJ Coordinate. Moore yet. Yeah. He so, got coached hard. It, yeah, it looked bad but, out there. But that's it, the thing. Like, matchup wasn't the one for them. They got the Bucks this week, okay? Let's, let's yeah. just hold oh, this pretty Even better on. defense. No, they're not. But let's Arguably hold on. Arguably better quarterback. Let's hold this conversation <laughs> for a week. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll get into that. I shortly. swear to God, though, if, if you're wrong about this, my whole team is sunk. Jesus, sunk. <laughs> uh, no stress. I'm just I'm just keeping that panic on the surface. You haven't heard it in my voice yet, but it's coming. Uh, I can hear it. It's like you hear it all the way in the back of your throat if you know what I mean. I know. Well, that's your kind of standard, though. Trembling. So. Yeah, I'm always panicked. <laughs> it's a new season. All right. That was the panic button. We'll come back to this in the next... Uh, I'm sure we'll come back to these at the end of the season and see if we were right about these. I hope we're wrong about Drake London. I hope we are. We're not going to be. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's get into the big part of our fantasy football podcast here, the starts and sits. I know you guys have been clamoring for this. It's back. We would never get rid of it. We're here to help you. This time, I think um, after the games, I think I'll uh, track what happens and see if we're, how accurate we were. But I'm pretty sure we're, we're usually, like, by my calculations last year, we were 100% accurate on everything. <laughs> I actually did the research. Were... <clears throat> I just don't remember when I missed. Yeah, same here. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I only remember my failures, never the success. Because, you know, you're not trying to have any failures. And I'm going to hit you right off the bat with a, a, a success story. Geno Smith versus the Lions for QB start, bro. Come on. The Lions... Last week against the freaking Chiefs, dude. They let, they had nobody, dude. The, the Chiefs had nobody to throw to. I mean, Kadarius Tony was literally dropping throws for them, and Patty Mahomes still comes up with twenty points. You serious? With nobodies, Geno Smith has literally like I think it might be the best stack at wide receiver. Hot take, but I mean you can't go wrong. Weak weak secondary. <clears throat> And Geno Smith, he had a bad week last week, but, you know, I think everyone was, like, scrubbing off the rust. So, you know, don't be scared. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. Uh, someone that had already rubbed off all the dust off himself and wiped off all the sweat and cleaned the stadium because that stadium is his stadium. <laughs> and Baker, Baker, Maker. And I love to announce this one. He's my start for this week. Oh, my QB God. Against the Chicago Bears. I don't know why, but I just have an odd feeling that uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans might get open this weekend. <laughs> because <laughs> there's defense. I'm not sure what makes you say that, but hmm. um, you maybe guys I'll watch put some football. money down on that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Hint, hint, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think this is, you know, as free as it gets, right? Like, bad defense. You got a waiver wire quarterback. I think this is a more start for probably people that are in two quarterback leagues. I would 100% at least go pick him up. It's going to be a good worthwhile investment because, I mean, this is about the cheapest he's going to be and wildly on the waiver wire. And then just, you know, stash him, hold him as a good quarterback. He's going to be useful, I think, for a lot of uh, teams that are, you know, just still borderline, like, you know, not the greatest, filling out their roster. You know, it should be everybody. So, hey, let's see imagine, what happens. Imagine it's cr- having Aaron Rodgers as your starting quarterback for your fantasy team. Then you're going to be like, all right, got to burn my number one waiver priority week one on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the coming from G's mouth is so funny because I I swear to God, G hates I'm Baker. Pretty, I mean, he called I do, him I Baker do. Faker Maker on as his start of the week. <laughs> Still. I mean, he's not the greatest, but you're going against a bad defense. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, you can't okay. you gotta put up numbers against them. He's playing, like, he's playing the got numbers. An issue. Okay. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys weigh out next for us? I'll, I I got you on the running backs, you know, because I'm always a hundred percent. Um, these guys are gonna be waiver wire pickups, and it's unfortunate that they are gonna be viable. Um, I'm starting. Man, wait a second. Justice Hill, um, versus Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati could not defend last week, and it might be just the rust, but um, and Cincinnati has historically kind of went 50 50 against the baltimore ravens but i mean they're on the waiver wire so they're they're gonna be cheap um you can also pick up gus edwards you can also pick him up um i feel like he might have more goal line touches but ppr half ppr which is what we're playing justice hill i think like is the better back to pick up so you're going justice hill not gus edwards. yeah not gus edwards if you're playing standard i go gus edwards because he's more like power and he'll, he'll get the goal line touches but justice hill for um ppr Happy I feel day. like I feel like we're always talking about the Ravens' backfield. It's ridiculous. It like, is. <laughs> like they're on the waiver wire, zero percent roster, dude. Zero for I'm Justice Hill. Sure, I'm pretty sure I had like all the Ravens running backs last year in our listener league. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna stray there this time. <laughs> Can't. It's yeah, definitely not the maker. move where to go. Um, I don't know. Just can't trust it myself, but. Hey, someone's going to okay. do something, right, in Baltimore yeah. in terms of running the ball. <laughs> uh, I like a different running game that was inactive, basically, was the Bears. We just talked about Justin Fields and DJ Moore, but I'm going to take their running back, Khalil Herbert, against the Buccaneers. As maybe you could tell I like this matchup a lot. 
I think there's not going to be much defense being played. Also, you have guys that need to you know play better on the Bears' end of side. That starts with Khalil Herbert, who already had a quiet good week in 11 points. But then you can still kind of see where the upside is if you can get into more into the end zone. Uh, he already had a few dump offs as well. It was pretty decently effective running the ball. You have a, you should see where his uh, upside is there. So if Herbert is still available in any of your leagues, or if you had him on your bench just rostered, this is the week to start him. All right, I've always been a big believer in Kelly Herbert. Even when Demon went out last year, he's a god. He was only in the tenth round, which is pretty crazy for a starting back. Really? Yeah. You guys all picked him up. I couldn't. I I was eyeing him. <laughs> yeah, I was high on him this year, so I'm hoping I can. Uh, Get some dividends here, you know? <laughs> All right. I'm going to kick off our wide receiver starts of the week. I, of course, have to go with my guy, Debo Samuel versus the LA Rams. I mean, this is a gimme pick. I, I'll have one of these probably every time. But, <laughs> like, look, you're going to start Debo anyway. But this is the reason why he's going to boom, right? Because he is the father of the Los Angeles Rams. Much like... Dylan is the father of Nando. <laughs> the Niners love to beat the Rams in the regular season, unfortunately. But, you know, I believe they're like, what, 6-0, and 8-0 in the last couple years against the Rams. And I don't think that, you know, maybe I'm jinxing it, which is not great because they're my favorite team. But I think that Debo just has it in for the Rams for some reason. He's always doing something crazy against them. Last year, he finished it up with, what, a catch, and then he, like, ran down the sidelines for, like, 40, 50 yards. Truck Jalen Ramsey as well. Exactly. Now he's not even on the team anymore, right? So I think that Debo is going to continue the feast. It was the Brandon Ayuk show last week, but it's only because Debo was saving himself because he knows the Rams are coming up next. It's in SoFi mm. Stadium. We love to play there. You know, I think he's going to get at least a touchdown this week. At least. Okay. You would hope so. You drafted him so high. Yeah. <laughs> Matt gives you a gimme. I'm going to give you someone that you could pick up off the waiver wire. And this is kind of biased, too. I'm going close to home. I'm going Kendrick Bourne versus the Dolphins. Okay. Um, Kendrick Bourne is available on the waiver wire. He had two tutties, and he looks like Mac Jones' number one um, receiver until um, Parker comes back. Devontae Parker. Um, and it's against a worse secondary, honestly. And it, we always have a good rivalry against the Dolphins. They may cuck us, but usually week <laughs> one we get them. <laughs> okay. Or like the first matchup we usually get the Dolphins. Okay. You guys um, have lost to the Dolphins in the last two years, week one, though. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. I was thinking back to the good old days when we still had Tom. God. God dang it. No, either way, it's a flip script now that we have... um. What's his name as our coordinator? Uh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. We own the Dolphins now. And Kendrick, Bo look, either way, you're going to get a wide receiver one off the waiver wire against a, a trash team. Okay, I'll put, I'll put up that. Dolphins are horrible. Don't worry about it. Two was not good. What happened to Juju, by the way? <laughs> Dude, I think he was trying to keep his knee together, bro. He was not trying to catch a lot of balls is out that, there, dude. Is that a thing? Dude, yeah, his his knee is about to explode. I mean, I seen that report. What does yeah. that mean? I, I I honestly don't know. I mean, I I'm I know as much as you guys. They just put the report out there, like these surgeries got to him, and I don't know. I guess it's just. It but puts he just didn't play a lot of snaps, huh? Yeah, he didn't, dude. He wasn't out there a lot, so I mean, Panic Point is definitely number one. Oh, for Juju? I hope you didn't draft Juju. <laughs> Are you serious? If you draft the Juju, I think you got. Yeah, I think you just have to quit fantasy. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. All right, I'll circle back to the tight end starts of the week. I'm gonna go with Luke Musgrave, the Green Bay Packers rookie tight end versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is gonna be. Um, I mean, this is a questionable this is a good one. Reach, I mean, I. Don't know much about tight ends. I won't say I'm a tight end expert at all, but I liked what I saw from Luke Musgrave. It seemed like he got a lot of targets from Jordan Love. I think he got four or five targets from him. And I think he was open on a really big play, but I think he just dropped it. Um, 
So it could have been a much bigger day for him. I think he had 50 yards, which would have been second in terms of tight end receiving yards. So that's pretty encouraging. I know it's a tougher defense against Atlanta, but they also just allowed a touchdown to Aiden Hurst in Carolina, who was also tight end. So I think that if Christian Watson's still out, I think you could definitely see Musgrave in the end zone. He'll probably be around the middle somewhere. I mean, again, it's a tight end wasteland out there right now. <laughs> Kittle should show. Yeah, Kittle got hurt a little bit. Like he played, but he wasn't very effective. Kelsey was hurt. Andrews is hurt. Hawkinson is there, but like, you know, it's really just not great right now. So you better just get a tight end while you can. Sam Laporta, baby. (laughs) I hope you can pick them up. Guy's the next goat. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to, you know, not be a guy you can get on the waiver wire type of player that I have for my tight end start. But it's someone I'm just going to give you some confidence, some encouraging words. It's going to be Kyle Pitts. I think this is the week we see some Kyle Pitts action. Is due. That's all he's I have. Due. He's, due for, he's due for a get right. Remember, we used to say that all it's the time. It's a get right season for him. <laughs> it's a get right fucking season. I hope baby. so. How about some Kyle get right Pitts. targets? Just get some targets. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Stop. That's not his choice. I'm sure he would love the ball. I literally seen a clip on Twitter, on TikTok earlier today. Uh, maybe influenced my pick. Maybe it didn't. But Kyle Pitts was one on one with the corner, and he dropped the corner off his route and still couldn't get the ball. The corner was still on the ground, and Kyle Pitts was wide open on out route. And <laughs> that's just that's just what it is. That's the Falcons for you. But they get an opening. That's gonna be highlighted on film, and I think they're gonna make enough changes to get him the ball. And I just hope because I dropped it in many leagues. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Poor sweet summer child. You don't know the Atlanta offense. It's yeah. awful. I you really know, delusion sets in soon. You know, it's for me starting early. Um, so <laughs> I just kind of, you know, let it be delusional. Let it rock. I swear, yeah, I exactly. think we already have an early candidate for the fantasy trial this year. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that episode, man. I'm about to be cooking. <laughs> All right, how about you cook the next quarterback? On your list here, Gab. Oh, man. Matt, you only asked that because you like it, dude. I mean, I the Niners it. own the Rams, okay? Matthew Stafford is going less than 100 yards. He's going to be on his back a lot. The Niners' defense looked too stout. I mean, and also, I don't think he was... Like, he doesn't have his number one wide receiver out there, Cooper Cup. I mean, 2-2 Atwell, a fluke. Don't pick him up, Okay. Don't pick up uh, the other guy's name, Puka. Puka, whatever, Puka, Puka. Yeah, that 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 was a wash, man. It was against the Seattle. That wasn't their normal self. Okay, you're sitting Matthew Stafford. Puka looked good. You look good. Don't 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 be don't persuade these guys to waste a a waiver wire pickup, bro. Are you saying Puka is like the Sammy Watkins of Week One? A hundred percent, dude. I wanted to make that like a a segment, but. <laughs> we didn't have enough time but yeah he was this sammy Watkins had a really good w- week one like two three years ago and, and then didn't didn't do anything the rest of the year yeah i mean puka got a couple more games in him but i don't know if he's worth the waiver wire usually with these early waiver wires you want to see someone that can kind of fill a hole for a long term preferably that's what you'd want to use your waiver wire on not someone that has like a couple more weeks till cooper, come, cooper cup comes back and he doesn't get any more pt you know yeah. Get like if you're gonna get someone from the, the Rams, get Kyron Williams. Yeah. Kyron. Um yeah. that takes me to my quarterbacks. I'm gonna go with uh Trash Prescott. Uh sorry, Dak <laughs> Prescott against the Jets. <laughs> um you know, he didn't really do much yesterday. I guess uh, two days ago now, on uh Sunday night football against the Giants. If you watch the game, it kind of just became ugly in the first quarter with all the rain and then special teams touchdown, defensive touchdown. And now you got the Jets. So you come back to reality, right? You see what the Jets just did to Josh Allen. They made that man, you know, probably debate whether he wants to continue playing football. And I'm sure the same thing's going to happen to Dak. He's going to go in there. I'm guessing at least two picks, and we'll go from there. Uh, this is not going to be a pretty week for most Cowboys to the players, but um, Dak Prescott especially. Dang. Yeah. They don't need Dak to win games, I think. They have not such anymore, a good team. dude. Yeah, they have a really good roster. That's why you'd be low on Dak as a fantasy quarterback because they don't need him to win. And, I guess and he can't run defense. anymore That's for something yeah. for some reason. So ridiculous. 
And I'm going to go with my guy, Kirkland, name brand, Cousins, against the Philadelphia Eagles this Monday, uh, this Thursday night. Kirk Cousins, uh, I mean, he's Uh-oh. usually on kind of just that little line between should I start him, should I sit him, because he's average enough that you, he gets enough good stats, but sometimes, you know, he just continues to melt down or gets a pick or something. He's never one you're really thrilled to start. It's just a guy you do start in your lineup. But you definitely need to sit him tonight uh, on Thursday night. Is it Why? Prime time. Prime time. Kirk Cousins oh. does not play in prime time. He is terrible, and this <laughs> is the one of the best defenses in the NFL in the Philadelphia Eagles. They're gonna get so much pressure in his face. They're so good on the defensive line. He could end up on his back a lot. This is just like last year, Monday Night Football Week Two. They got absolutely trashed by the Eagles last time. And again, this is in Philadelphia again. This is Thursday night. This is their home opener as NFC champions, right? I, I, I just don't see a possible avenue where Kirk Cousins is going to have success. We know his failures in prime time already. We know how good that Philadelphia defense is. And they just lost to the Bucks of all teams. I don't even understand mm. how that happened. But, you know, a road game, short schedule, prime time. Doesn't look good anywhere for Kirk. So I'm a Bruin. Yikes. Primetime Kirk. <laughs> no. Where's Kirk Thuggins when you need him? Ugly game. Kirk O'Chains. <laughs> <laughs> All the nicknames. All right. I'm going to go back to back here when my running back sits. I got to go against G's opinion here. I got all the Bears running backs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. I think that, you know, the Bucks allowed the least yards in rushing last week against the Vikings, who are, you know, admittedly not the best run team, but they're decent enough where you could say, okay, I think it was more of the Bucks defense that shut them down, right? And I think they only allowed 41 yards that game. I am not encouraged a lot by the Bears' offensive line and their running backs. And the biggest thing is that I don't know who is going to be the main guy. I know Khalil Herbert's probably got the edge right now, but if you look at the stats, all three of them got the exact same amount of playing time. And maybe that's garbage time, maybe not, but you know, it's something to observe, I think. I think Rashawn Johnson, the rookie, is probably going to get closer to that second role uh, sooner than you think here. And Deonta Foreman's probably going to drop off completely. But I, regardless, I don't really like the matchup. So, I mean... I think if you're debating between all of them in the flex, which is what I'm doing right now with Khalil Herbert, he's in my flex right now. But I also have Brees Hall, so I might just switch him. But, I mean, that's a, kind of a tough matchup anyway with the Cowboys' defense. But, you know, we'll see. True. I'm going to hit you with a big one, okay? And I hate to say it because he's my Filipino brother. You know, he's my cousin. You're going to sit Josh Jacobs against the Bills. Um, it's that's the first the crazy Bills, one we've seen. We've yeah, done. the the Bills. I mean, the, I, I, no matter what you say about how bad the game was against the Jets, that really wasn't on the Bills' defense. They were still good. They still kept them short. I mean, if it wasn't for the break off seven, like was it like seventy eight yards from Brees. I mean, he was doing nothing that game. He had like forty yards, right? He had another big Josh, one too, didn't he? Did he have? An, he had, he had why, two. I I yeah. kind of turned off the game off. <laughs> I didn't. Th- <laughs> I turned the game off. I thought I didn't think it was gonna like after Aaron Rodgers went down. I was like, okay, I'm done with this. But either way, I mean, because they, they went against last week, the Raiders went against a similar type of defense. I think the Broncos are a really good defense, but I mean, he only had 48 yards last week. Okay, so I mean, this is against the Bills, arguably better defense. I can see Josh Allen stepping up and finally playing a little bit better. So they're going to have less time. You know, Jimmy G's probably going to have to be throwing a lot more. Game script's not going to be with Josh Jacobs this time. I like the logic there. Yeah. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. I mean, for my wide receivers, I'm going to keep it, you know, pretty simple, self-explanatory for the most part. You got to bench, <laughs> you got to bench Garrett Wilson. All right. Do we need to go over why? It was unfortunate what happened. <laughs> like, 
you know, I feel bad for them. Feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. I feel bad for everybody. But it happened, and we have to deal with what happens. And you know, that's just the name of the game, right? So it's hard for me to, you know, I wouldn't say bench him. I'd say honestly, look, to trade him away or sell him while you can or something of that nature. Uh, I just with Zach Wilson or Colin Kaepernick or Gardner Minshew or whatever backup quarterback they can get. Even Tom Brady, dude, they're not gonna get anywhere. <laughs> Their O-line sucks right now, and until that has changed, whatever quarterback goes back there is going to have to be running around for their life and then also get them the ball, and it's just not a it's just not a pleasant situation going forward. So for that reason, I am selling my stocks on Garrett Wilson. Tough. We didn't Tough. even include Garrett Wilson in the panic button because... Of course we're gonna panic. It's like it's not even like it's not even like a dud or anything. That's just like, yeah, we know. It's not like it's like saying, "Oh, are we panicked about J.K. Dobbins?" Yes, we are. He's hurt, right? When you see such a significant injury like Aaron Rodgers gone, and now you have Zach Wilson, I'm pretty sure Garrett Wilson couldn't even save his uh, fantasy output with Zach Wilson. So, yeah, panic, 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 panic. Sell, sell, sell. Gary Wilson. <laughs> Try. Oh, hate to see it. Luckily, I didn't draft him. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with something even wilder than Gav could think of here in terms of our wide receivers. <laughs> that would have been mine. That would have been mine. Because this is, and honestly, I'm feeling really confident about this one, which means maybe I'm a little crazy this year already. But I think that you have to bench your number one overall pick here, Justin Jefferson versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Oof. And, and I hate to say it, I love Jettas. And, you know, I even have him in one league where I even got the first overall pick. But he does not have a good track record against the Eagles. I told you just last uh, time when I was talking about Kirk Cousins. I mean, if the quarterback's not going to do well, the wide receiver's not really going to do as well either. And... In that week two game against the Eagles last year, he only had six receptions for 48 yards. And, you know, in PPR, that's lucky enough because of the receptions to be double digits. But they really shut him down last time. He had Darius Slay on him the entire time, locked him up. And again, it's going to be a really uh, fired up Lincoln financial field. They're going to be going crazy out there. And I think obviously they're going to have to make it a priority to shut him down. They just allowed 300 yards to Mac Jones. I don't think they're going to be happy about that. <laughs> so I think we're just you know, better, dude. Can you calm down? <laughs> Regardless, I have a feeling that they're going to take Justin Jefferson a little bit more seriously than Kendrick Bourne, and I think that they're going to try to shut him down. <laughs> That's an insane statement. <laughs> uh, you know, I might and have a point. One one little thing also about Justin Jefferson when I was looking up at, at his stats because. It seems like Justin Jefferson, he has a huge drop-off when he's playing on grass versus turf. And I think he averages like 100, over 100 yards per game while he's on either the Minnesota Vikings Stadium or turf. And I think he averages about 60 yards per game when he's in on grass. So, I mean, one of those games is always against Lambeau and Jair, and that's true. But he's going up against Darius Slate. This is going to be tough. But I honestly predict... He's going to go under double digits in fantasy this week. Maybe in PPR he gets 11 points. But that's my bold prediction this week. Dang, dude. That's very bold to say the least. Um, that's bold. I wish I could make a take week. like that. Wait, let me, let me, let me. Mine connects with yours, Matt. I'm sitting for tight end TJ Hawkinson, bro. Same reason wow. as you. I feel like the. You take away Justin Jefferson and you take away TJ Hawkinson and you force everyone else, like the rookie Addison, to I feel step like that's up. a lot of taking away, though. No, but I mean, you you it's don't have simple. like you can probably guard. You could put Slay over the top on Justin Jefferson, and then you just go one on one with Addison, and then you're done. And then they still have KJ Osborne, right? Yeah, so like, it's okay. I'll let KJ Osborne beat me. Yeah, like you can let KJ Osborne beat you or Addison. You just take away. Um, Kirk Thuggins is top two options on a a primetime game, and it's over. You know, easy easy dub. And I feel like yeah. Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson are those guys. 
My last pick, I'm going to keep it nice and short. We've kind of shitted on this team enough for today's podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Tyler Higby against the 49ers. I mean, you just take in that fact that he's going to have to be matched up with Fred Warner majority of the day, and that's enough for me to just want to bench you. And, you know, the Rams just don't have good games against the Niners. I'm not sure who will have a good game against the Niners. I'm still waiting to see. But their defense is legit, and I think they'll clamp up the Rams' offense in all aspects, including their tight end. So if you're looking at the uh, tight end graveyard, as Matt likes to say, and looking for a tight end, pass up on Higby for this week. (laughs) We are really jinxing it. I really hope that, you know, I got a lot riding on this game. (laughs) Dude, I said Matthew Stafford, G said (laughs) Tyler Higby. It's over, bro. You're getting cooked. God, yeah. I mean, Niners... I'm a Niners fan. We always have one or two disappointing games in the first four weeks. Last year it was the Broncos and the Bears. I mean, losing to the Rams would really suck. And, uh, I mean, it's a very real possibility. But especially now with the Jinxies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We literally said the entire team. You put Debo. God. Oh my God. Sorry, man. All right. Those are our starts and sits for this week. We're going to check up on these. We're going to see how they do. Before you DM us, before you reply in our comments, oh, you know, you're crazy. You can't sit Justin Jefferson. Come back next week. We'll see who's on top. Look, just add us, and I'll fight you in the comments, okay, dude? Where we'll go. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that I'll be on top of Matt by next episode. <laughs> Not sure what uh, that means, but we're going to move on here to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'll be recording for you guys. Don't worry, viewers. I will be... Live stream, live stream. Yeah, live... <laughs> live stream. Uh, oh, no. We're going to have to start You should Twitch. probably continue where you were going, uh, Matt. Before before we kind of... <laughs> I mean, do you know how we get such amazing quality? Every podcast. No. I how? don't. Well, there's this little software tool or website, mind you, called Zencaster. If you've ever heard of it, it's this podcast recording service. We use it right now. We're using it right now. We just completed an hour of our podcast, and it sounds amazing so far. I can hear both these guys clearly. And, you know, we just want you to know about this because in case you ever want to start a podcast and you want to try this out, I think you should go to Zencaster first. I think we we all think you should go to Zencaster, right? Yeah. I mean, we we use it, okay, so, like, and you like listening to us. So take our advice, seriously. And I'm sure you guys don't agree with all our takes. So might as well get a little podcast of your own going. Make your own <laughs> takes. And that good yeah, check your you own wanna, be a good way to launch if it. If you wanna do your starts and sits, you wanna hit the panic button and you know, we said we couldn't have you on our show because we don't know who you are. You're a little scary, <laughs> right? You gotta just start your own podcast. You gotta go to Zencaster. I'll show you how it's done, actually. You go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use our referral code, Sports Council. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-C-O-U-N-S-E-L. And you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. On us. Don't worry about it. We got you guys. We want you to start that podcast. And, you know, just tell your story. Do whatever you want. Again, if you want to start a fantasy football podcast, gripe about your leagues gripe about the dumb people who told you to start uh you know like luke musgrave or sit you know matt stafford right then go ahead tell them i want a podcast specifically going against everything we say just commenting on it yeah (laughs) today we're today's episode of deep dive sports council (laughs) (laughs) dissecting episode 111 why they're wrong but yeah okay I think that'll do it for this episode of the show. Uh, if you want to listen to our podcast and not the anti-podcast, you should go to Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music. Uh, same words, Sports Council. We have episodes weekly now with the fantasy football season heading out. Like We're just going to be on this the entire time. We're always going to be here to help with your start and set decisions. We're going to do a lot of segments that should be fun. And, you know, stay updated on our Twitter as well. We have our Twitter, Sports Council. We have our Instagram, Sports underscore Council. 
Uh, our threads is also sports underscore council. We're going to be updating all of those every day uh, with our hot takes on fantasy. And, you know, you just need to stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our sports takes. We're really going to get into this, guys. And, you know, you might not have won week one, but, again, a lot of games ahead yeah, of you. We're going to watch them all for you and get back to you. So, please. And we're going to be 100% right. Guarantee. 100%. Yes. Or your money back. Guarantee. <laughs> Dear Payne, please tell us where because we would like to get that money. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You were paying for our podcast, you know. <laughs> I don't know where you're paying. They're just paying me. Oh, shoot. Gotta get in that. Thank you, guys. All right, that'll do it, guys. Thank you. <laughs>